There's a lag. I thought you guys were just being rude. Hello and welcome to the Cop On, where we make sense of things you probably don't care about with the hefty side of lukewarm social critique. I'm Ash and I spend a lot of time on the throne because of my social anxiety. I'm Lucy and my favourite royal is Queen Latifah. I'm Julia and give us our six counties back. As you probably guessed from our intros this week, we are talking about the royals, the British monarchy and all of their uh, racist and most hectic moments. Um, It's been obviously spurred on by the uh, Oprah interview with Meghan and Harry. Um, So we're going to go through that. We're going to go through some of their most racist moments, um, some of their most hectic moments. I'll give a, a little rundown of them all. But first, just to get into it, what are your guys' opinions on the royals? Personally, not a fan. Um, not Well, honestly, not really on my radar all that much. Didn't grow up paying attention to them, didn't care about either of the weddings. I've never given that much of a damn about them at all. Um, I think this, as an institution, I have big thoughts <laughs> as an Irish person. I'm not a fan of what they've created in the world and their legacies. Find them fascinating to an extent. Um, just because of like the amount of power they have held and still seem to hold. Uh, but I'm more than happy to see them fall apart. My biggest like memory of ever caring so much about the royals is a dream I had years ago. Where um, I was waitressing in some uh, restaurant and Harry, Prince Harry came in and was like giving out about stuff. And then... I don't even know if he was being that much of a dick, but I got very annoyed. I was like, you're not better than me just because you're born into a specific family. Like, that's not how it works. Our blood is still the same, like, at the end of the day, blah, blah, blah. Technically, my blood is probably better because of the lack of incest, thankfully, in my family. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's that's as far as it goes. Um, I'm from a family who's quite soft on the royals. Like my mum would really would have always been quite fond of like the younger royals, you know, like your Kate Middies and stuff. Um, yeah, the women of my family would be very into the royals because of that. Like I would definitely be soft for Diana. Um, and I have a, I did used to have a really soft spot for Haza when he was Prince Harry, when he was a bit of a bad boy back in the day. I think everybody did because he was kind of like a hot ginger as well which is such a niche kind of um, Venn diagram. So yeah <laughs> I'm from a big family that a fam- well, not a, I'm from a tiny family that's a big simp for the royals. I have been like I used to be more like you Lucy but now I'm more like Julia I'm just the amalgamation the in-between <laughs> as I am on so many of these the episodes. bridge to Lucy uh, and I <laughs> I yeah exactly that's why I'm here that everyone knows that's the only reason I'm here um so, so when I was younger I was definitely quite obsessed with them and just that kind of fairy tale um obsession you know that there's an actual king and queen and prince princesses stuff living in the country next door um, and was definitely obsessed with the whole Kate Middleton and, and Prince William storyline, storyline as if it's like a reality show, uh, and was really obsessed with the wedding and stuff. And I will still to this day as well consume anything related to Diana. Uh, I think more so because she tried to get out and she really exposed a lot of the shady going on in the royal family. But personally, like you as an institution, I say death to the monarchy. Like, I am so happy that they are their dirty laundry is being ousted more so that uh, people can see that they're a racist institution that has caused uh, death and destruction in many countries across the world. And there are still countries that are reeling from these like horrific effects. So, yeah. Sorry to clarify, I'm not pro fucking monarchy. I know it sounded like that. And you really, Ash really insinuated that I'm here like, go royals. No, I also hate them now. But as you said, same thing. I will watch. Like, I try really hard not to be such a for Diana. But then whenever I, like, whenever it's like new documentary with all the same information as every other documentary, I'm like, fill myself a cup of tea, sit down and hear the same facts I already knew about Princess Diana. 
And like kind of we I was watching Reeling in the Years for Paddy's Day, you know, just typical Paddy's Day um thing. But it was the, the year that Diana died and like seeing all the people in Kensington Palace. She touched a lot of hearts with her kind of like mm-hmm. very, it's not what we consider activi- activism. <laughs> it's not what we would consider activism these days. But she did things that at the time nobody else did. Can we give her that? Even though she was kind of a royal ish like at the time she had been disbarred yeah <laughs> disbarred as a royal but I think that's the thing like Irish people in particular like if you talk about soft spot for the royals it's usually people like Diana and like you were saying Harry um because we were yeah. like haha you're also seemingly mm-hmm. against these people <laughs> so we have some sort of like yeah kinship going on here I think our obsession though as well about being Irish is because we love to see it's more like a hate relationship you know you're just kind of like that nosy neighbor and you're like oh God, i'm so glad that the house <laughs> yes. burned out or something you know you did we, we find fun in their misery and that's why we obsess over them i also think there's probably an element of it that they're an english-speaking family so like we can understand and easily grasp everything that's going on like they're right next door to us we've been heavily impacted by their actions and it's all of the news about them and everything that they ever say is coming out in English. So it's like definitely easier for us to just be like, well, I could just dip in and out of this because it's so accessible. I don't think I can actually name any other royals except for maybe Princess Grace of Monaco. Yeah, same. <laughs> I was just going to say Princess Grace. <laughs> like, there we go. No, definitely. Um, I did see like a funny tweet though uh, the other day that well on St Patrick's Day, um, that was about the William and Kate, well William speaking Irish. Uh, Ooh, the video they like, did. Wow, this institution, <laughs> yeah, this institution that like tried to destroy our native language, and here we have the crown prince butchering the language right back to us. It was like, oh, I love yeah, yeah it's a sweet, sweet moment. Because also there's been never any an apology. Like if they just, and they, they never will. They never can because like that would be. No, they're not going to, they, yeah, they it's can't. Not gonna happen. It's just not in their, yeah. Like it would destroy them. I think if they were to ever come out and actually say like, these are the things that we have done, then it's just be like the whole facade just falls away and it becomes very messy and grotesque. Because I think a lot of people really like them because they seem to be these like pristine porcelain dolls that exist like above everybody else kind of thing. Yeah, but if you stick them under a black light, they're covered in blood. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't you kill to get into the archives of the royal family? I would just love to, like, Mm -hmm. two hours. Just me. Too much. I'd I'd live for it. It it would be, you know, like the salmon knowledge when your man licks his thumb (laughs) after touching the fish, and then he has he's like, oh no, this is too much. I feel like it would be too much. You'd learn way too much. You need someone to. That's why we need the Daily Mail. That's why the Daily Mail exists. <laughs> yeah, okay. It would be like all the crimes we were like, oh. we knew about all the crimes we like thought about and then a ton of crimes that we just had no clue were on the radar at all. Oh, I scary. I still want it. I want that knowledge. Will you do a blog to like bite-sized chunk it out if that ever happens? Yeah, I promise that I will. If I ever manage to get into the... <laughs> royal archives the archives of the royal family yeah and somehow managed to like get into any of the information i hereby swear that i will create blog posts to explain in nugget chunks of information i'll create tiktoks that's what i'll do in the queen's english of course yeah yeah yeah. um well i mean it happened once before so what's Mm. to say it didn't happen again i mean we'll probably talk about this more in one of the sections but like the whole nazi salute that was an accidental leakage um and now we know that the queen knows how to Nazi salute. Um, so, who's your favorite royal? Diana. <laughs> I, yeah, I think Diana. Surely none of them. Don't, but like, not in like it's. It has to be in a way where you recognize that you don't like any of them. It's more as characters if they were fictional, kind of. You know, like if the royals, if it was more like the crown, and you could kind of like detach yourself and go, "That's Olivia Coleman." Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I like Princess Margaret. She seems like a hectic bitch. Yeah, th- th- this is what I mean. So you see some of yourself in her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is she the one who's Helen of Bonham Carter like in The Crown? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She is hectic. Yeah, so I like her. And then, I mean, just as like a a, an, a being, 
a Hel- Helena Bonham Carter character. Um, I don't know too much about her. And then, yeah, I think it's Diana. And w- and then, as you said, when Harry was younger, I definitely had a soft spot for him because he was just going around being like a stupid early 20s lad and besmirching the name of the royals, which was great. He was such a lad. Yeah, I like, like, I like Meghan Markle now. I'm truly, I'm for anybody who's like trying to destroy the royal family. So <laughs> that's, that's really, if you're on the same level as me and you're just kind of like, let's take this down from the inside. Absolutely. I am your fan. Yeah, true. I did like Fergie because of the toe sucking with her hubby by the poolside. Although he says he was kissing them. But there is the whole sympathizing with Prince Andrew and staying in the same house as him. Mm-hmm. But she did do the yeah, toe sucking. You really have to balance that up. Toe sucking, paedophile husband. <laughs> alleged. Sorry. Alleged. alleged. Oh, yeah, we could get husband. sued. We could get sued. Alleged pedophile. There's a, there, he's not the only alleged pedophile. Although, if they did try and sue us, would we be able to get our lawyers to get into the archives? That's how we do it. Pizza, if they ask where we were. <laughs> um, I do like the Queen. After uh, ah, like, okay, stop. I don't like the Queen obviously because she's the head of the Lucy the West Brit. I think I am a big West Brit, but you know I do have an actual family member in England. Like part of my family lives oh, yeah, so does there mine. and are English. Stop it! Don't make me feel bad. <laughs> anyway. The queen is kind of like a nice old granny, except bold. She's like a bold old granny. Anyway, look, in the Meghan interview, the the queen was obviously very mm. nice to Meghan. And I think I know that she's not good, but she's also quite old. So really, if anyone should be getting away with it, it's probably her. I think that depends on what the getting away with things is. And being the head of like the worst racism. family. A- allowing <laughs> systemic racism. It's a, yeah. it's a little, you know... Maybe not. Like, maybe let's not do this. I do love her little, you know, when she has those little coordinated outfits. Don't try <laughs> to tell me she doesn't look ah, adorable. Yeah. I personally, I that's a my, ploy. my favorite thing about her is that she's still alive. You think it's a ploy? Yeah. I'm telling you, that woman looks all innocent. She's like, oh, I've just like a peppermint today. And really, she is a conniving <laughs> little bitch. And whenever Megan is said, I think she's just being nice to Megan's face. But secretly, she's pulling all the strings and being like, oh, go over there and say that horrible thing to her. I think she's the mastermind behind everything. And she looks like a sweet old lady. But really, she's as sharp as a tack. And she is evil. Well, I'm look, convinced. they had nothing but nice things to say what? about her. Is she a Gemini? Oh, <laughs> But they had nothing but nice things to say about her um, in the interview. But at the same time, like the stuff that's happened to them has happened to them. Like in terms of like the security getting pulled and in the money being taken away. Like yeah. surely she would have had the, queen the ability yeah. to stop. Um, during the crown, I was really, really sympathetic to Lord Mountbatten on the boat with the kids. And then I remember that he was probably on the boat with the kids because he's a pedo. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I think he was related to one of them as well. Oh. But there has been rumours That wouldn't stop the royals would it Oh definitely not <laughs> But there was rumours that he was I mean he was a definite philanderer Him and the wife were like constantly philandering around um, That was like known and Well then maybe it's just polyamory if they're both doing it Yeah. Is it polyamory if they're underage? I would say no No <laughs> I think it wasn't just with Kim well, maybe No it was, it was with some Kim. women as well I mean, But like you can be both of them a child just, molester mm-hmm. and also sleeping with adults those two things can happen yes. simultaneously unfortunately i personally don't like lord mb because he was an absolute arsehole and i think the crown really painted him in this like sympathetic light and i think it was jerry adams who said that a. Uh, he didn't say like oh i'm sorry or like the ira apologizes or anything well jerry was never in the rap but uh he was like, yeah, he was died. never in the IRA. <laughs> he died as he would have wanted to. He died in a battle. And um, I'm sure he's happy that he died. Uh, something along those lines. It was <laughs> super shady. But uh, what yeah. a har- to be fair, what a horrible thing to say about someone who's died, even if they're a pedo. But it wasn't even that he was no. a pedo. It was just vile. <laughs> he, um, he like... Was also being a pedo was bad, but like, you know, he was a vile person. He would go into so many wars. <laughs> I can excuse pedophilia. 
<laughs> you go into all these wars and like have no preparation, no maps or nothing, and basically just sacrifice a load of young British men. Um, and there was like all these like horrible things written about him. And so the IRA actually did him a favor in killing him because he died a hero because he was like seventy something. And um, not that I condone anything that the IRA do. I'm just stating facts. <laughs> Mic drop. You sound like you're condoning something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do you know what I loved about Princess Diana? I listened to this on You're Wrong About, which is one of my favorite pods. They did such a good series on Diana. She was honestly, um, as they called her, a hot mess express because I think we only hear these nice things about her, whereas she was a hectic fire sign energy. Um, after Charles, she was dating this art dealer called Oliver Hoare. He's the man that they found half naked on the grounds near her house, if you remember that story. So his rich wife was like um, an heiress, I think. And if he left his wife, he would have been absolutely penniless. So it was a bit like, not really going to do that, Diana. Mm. Um, so it's rumoured that she called him and his wife 300 times. So she just let it ring and then she goes silent when they picked up. Isn't that terrifying? Like, to be fair, that is like unhinged behaviour and if one of your mates were doing it you'd like socially distance (laughs) from them even further than we are now but like you kind of love it because like she's so like ooh I touched the hands of eight patients and then she's like and I call your house 300 times if you won't leave your wife for me (laughs) what like imagine being on the receiving end of that and then it's Diana the people's princess (laughs) yeah that's that's it like she's the people's well if anything it makes her more the yeah she's just like the rest of us we've all had that moment where we want to do it (laughs) yeah 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 and she was the smoker though wasn't she uh i think don't know i think she did i i feel like i I heard that somewhere she looks like she did (laughs) we're just making up lies now we're like and she did crystal meth yeah Yeah. she definitely didn't well smoking's not that bad is it no 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 Diana was definitely, I think that's why she's kind of my favorite because in that podcast we learned so much batshit stuff about her that I didn't know. Like she pushed her mother-in-law down the stairs. Um, that was a great As point. in the queen? <laughs> no. The queen of England? No, not her mother-in-law. Queen sorry, Elizabeth her II. Mother, her stepmother. <laughs> I was like, I'm sure, like, that's <laughs> illegal. Her no. What she, was her, her stepmother? Her, her stepmother's name something. was something like Stacey or something. No, oh yeah, she, she was. She was a real bitch though. Yeah, the, yeah. Or eggs, eggs, something like that. Was it legs? I think I don't know. I can't. I think it was legs. I just she was a real bitch, though. Yeah, I, but well, Gina and her sisters and brothers, whatever, just never took to her. And then when the woman was like, Diana was like in about her thirties or something. So the woman was in her fifties, sixties, and Diana pushed her down the stairs. <laughs> like what the fuck? Oh my god! But do you know what her star sign is? She was a real bitch, though. She's an Aries, isn't she? No, Diana. Yeah. She's a cancer. Pisces? Oh. Oh. Hectic ass bitch. I can see that. Uh-huh. Is she early July or late July? Like, is she nearly ill? Uh, July 1st. No, so she's not nearly ill. She's pretty early cancer. Oh, so she's basically making her a Gemini yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's that Gemini. <laughs> Gemini's just cropping up left, right and center. So the thing that kind of spurred on us recording the, the episode is, of course, the infamous interview with Oprah between... Between Oprah and Harry and Meghan. I have not watched it, so you guys are going to have to give me a, a lowdown on all of this. Give you all the juicy details. Yes, it was yes. boring, I would say. Lucy, <laughs> thoughts? Oh, completely agree. There was that, I think there's like four kind of juicy mm. bits and then a lot of shots of them in the hen, the, the, kid, the chicken. The chicken coop. I forgot the word for chicken. <laughs> the hen hutch. Yeah, <laughs> they're in the hutch. The hutch. A lot of them in the hutch with Oprah. Not a lot of social distancing. And it's just kind of, you know, it, no, it feels like a really expect, like they're saying that they didn't get paid for it. It feels like a really expensive ad for Harry <laughs> and Meghan. Yeah, that's actually a very good way of putting it. It does, it's like a big promotional thing of being like, look at us. Because at one point, Oprah yeah. does refer to the show about mental health, apparently, that her and Harry are doing together for Netflix. And you're like, mm-hmm. nice mm-hmm. little plug yes. right there. Yes. But you could have read any art. And they talk about their podcast yeah. too. Yeah. Oh yeah. They mention everything, all of the different ways. And then Harry like plays it off of being like, well, I've been cut off, so I have to like make money. And I'm like, that's not how the rest of us do it, but okay. Podcast, <laughs> like, you get a real job, Harry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> you just feel like I've been cut off, so I decided yeah. I would do a podcast. And I know that we're we're three women who make zero money from our podcast, so we're allowed <laughs> to say it. <laughs> Harry was like, "I'll make a quick book." You could have read any article on the interview, and you got the main points. Like we didn't learn anything new. I don't think. Well, we did learn that that thing Megan said. So a lot of people, when it comes to the racism in the royal family, a lot of people are hinting this on the fact that Queen Elizabeth wouldn't let their child be a prince or a princess. This is before they knew it was a boy. Um, but actually, it's actually a bit factually incorrect what Megan said. Um, I'm not sure if she slimmed it down to make it ready for TV. But if I were her, I would have been more factual with it. So Megan and Harry say that their child wasn't given the option to be a prince or princess and have the protection that comes alongside it. Like um, your man, Will and Kate's children are. But here are the actual facts facts behind the matter. Meghan makes it out like the Queen said, you are not having this. But that's not what happened because that's not what would ever technically happen. So Queen Elizabeth II has nine great-grandchildren, including Archie, They are not princes and princesses apart from the three children of Prince William, who is currently second in line to the throne and destined to be king one day, as in he is definitely going to be on the throne at some stage, like Ash. Um, So a decree issued by King George V in 1917 limits the titles of prince and princesses to the children of the monarch um, and the eldest living son of the eldest son of the Prince of Wales, if you can keep Mm -hmm. up with that. So that would be William's son, Prince George. The Queen just wrote in Princess Charlotte because basically King George wanted there to be smaller royal families. And as far as I'm aware, Charles, one of the guys also wants to be small. So technically, Archie would become a prince when Charles is king under convention. Before that, he would just be a lord. But so the Queen last time, Julia knows, you know more about this. The last time. Basically, it's just a letter. The queen has to write this letter. It's very simple. And then she can just open it up. And you do it every single time. So she did it for Kate and William's children. And then she can do it again for Archie, but is choosing not to. For whatever reason, we don't know. We can hazard a guess um, as to why potentially the... like. I don't think the queen is operating alone in that. I think it's like a heavily influenced by the rest of the family. But it's just essentially she has to write this letter. She can do it. She doesn't need any permission. She can just do that. And it hasn't been done. I know, but I just find it interesting with all that in mind because Char- like William will be the king, Harry won't be. So maybe that has more to do with it than... I just don't think Meghan was fully... The way she framed it was that it was definitely, definitively about race. That's not necessarily true with this in mind. In my opinion. But there's no reason the for... Queen not to have written the letter. William's kids to be to have done but there's no there was no reason for the queen to have done it in the first place for William and Kate's kids mm-hmm. true like it, there's no necessity to that that's either. true so it's it definitely feels like there's like a reason it, it was done originally out of just like this is a fun thing to do with our family yeah. you know so like you can easily do this it doesn't impact anything it doesn't change anything why are you choosing not to I know but I think that I just don't think that it's as easy to say it has to be racism it probably is but her point on protection also wasn't correct. So she said that all senior royals get protection. That's not true. Senior royals without jobs within the firm actually don't have protection. So, for example, Beatrice and Eugenie. Um, I, I say this like I know their names really well. And I do. I'm a big West Brit. And um, they don't have protection within the, the, the firm, as they call them. What was the other word for them? The, the institution. institution. But it's two separate things, isn't it? Apparently oh, the shit. firm is just the senior family and the institution is the senior family and high-ranking staff um. members the interview itself is yeah pretty boring and you don't learn a whole ton more than when you're like looking at the articles that were written about the interview um but there's a few notable things that we can mention that we can discuss a little bit further first of all harry doesn't show up until like halfway through and so it is just Oprah and Megan speaking for the majority of it, which is like a really interesting choice um, and a good one, I think, in terms of being like two uh, women of colour having a conversation about something that's important. And that's like it's a conversation without white people. <laughs> and that's a good thing. Um, we find out a couple of different things, such as I think the most 
scarring thing really onto the family is that there was a conversation when Meghan Markle was pregnant about whether or not or like concerns of how dark the skin of the baby would be um which is truly wild because Meghan Markle is a black woman but like she's a pale black woman like of all of like the black women that yeah. you could have like married you know for the fam- for the royal family I think it just really explains like the sort of concerns about race that the royal family would hold because surely anyone else you would be like this is a non thing you're you're married to a ginger man <laughs> there's only so much that your genetics can do when you're <laughs> marrying a pale ginger man um yeah so that was the biggest and most damning piece of evidence really against the royal family but there is also uh, other things to discuss but who did you think said that? Because remember me and you were talking about it. I'm still I not have sure. <laughs> so many thoughts. Well, so here's the thing. Because they obviously won't say. And like they ask, they do ask. Like Oprah's like, and who said that? And Harry's like, I'm not saying. But he's not saying. And I was like, oh, say it. They, they, and they specifically, so they, they, they give us a little nugget of like a hint, which is they don't say it because it would be very damaging to the person, which leads me to believe that it isn't someone that's known for racism. So it's not Princess Michael. It's not Prince Philip. I don't think it's the queen. <laughs> but he... Because... Okay. Uh, sorry, Oprah said that Harry said it wasn't the queen or Prince Philip. Okay, yeah. So yeah. She, not the queen. I per- personally think it's probably William or Kate. I that's think it's William. Guess. Definitely. Yeah. I think it's more more likely William than Kate. Because I feel like, I feel like Megan would have thrown, like, Megan would have been like, go on, Harry, tell them it's Kate. You know what I mean? Like, that's the one where if I was his wife, I'd be pinching the back of his arm, like, saying it. <laughs> Possibly Charles. I think it's Kate. I don't think it's Charles. No, Charles is a bad guy. We don't like Charles anyway. What if it's Camilla? <laughs> I could see it being Camilla. It could be. I could see it being Camilla. Yeah. Camilla and William are my two frontrunners for this position. Yeah. Position of premium Marshall. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. They're such shitbags already. Camilla's such a... Actually, Emerald Fennell, who played Camilla on The Crown, has been nominated for a baby... I think it's five Oscars. Wow. So go her. Nice. As a director. Yeah, I know. The thing... Just a little segue. <laughs> the the thing... like So I always haven't watched the, the interview, and I know there's more points, but I think the main thing for me was not that they... Why are they surprised? Like... You know, ever, me personally looking at it, I would automatically think that the royal family is racist. Also, in terms of being there for Meghan, so I don't think mm. maybe the 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 most of the racism came from the royal family. Every, like the most of the racism came from the media, the British media. They hounded that yeah. poor woman, and they were extremely racist. And I just feel like this not the same racism, but this happened with Diana the media hounded her yes. and no one inside the royal family came out and supported her. And I think that's, that's exactly that's what Megan, that's what they talk about for the majority of the interview, actually. It's a lack of support, but it's interesting because there's, so Lucy and I were discussing this as we were watching where we, we kind of think that like any outsider is going to receive that sort of um, anger and hatred from the media. And, but I think it is important to say that yes, most of the active racism in terms of people like actively being racist and hounding someone for the color of their skin and this, that and the other comes from the media. But the royal family is like, is just as complicit because they don't get involved. They don't step mm-hmm. in. They don't weigh in. And Meghan Markle says herself that she has seen the the firm or the institution step in and lie about things to protect people's reputations, but they wouldn't come out and tell the truth about things to help her like when there were like there was a lie about how um she had made kate cry cry um and in fact it was like the opposite of that had happened and kate had made her cry through like she made she (laughs) so she sucked the tears back in up into her eyes and it's just like like they didn't come out they didn't say anything and so it's been so she was just sort of like abandoned and if you're allowing someone to experience racism then you are as bad as the person that is doing the racist thing Oh, 100%. If you're as bad... Well, it was that, but she was... So when she was talking about the depression that she was experiencing and the suicidal feelings, she felt so alone because of a combination of what the media was saying, the lack of support from her new family-in-law, especially it being who they are, the royals, 
And then she also had nowhere to turn to because there is. Are you surprised at all that there's a toxic environment of not talking <laughs> about your mental health in, in the royal family? So basically what happened is that she reached out. This kind of has to come down to the firm versus the institute again and the protection of senior royals. So she was like, OK, well, I'm going I want to die. So I better try to get help. So she gets onto them and they're like, Oof, I'm not really sure what you want us to do, love. Like, it does sound pretty rough, but you're not actually a working member of the royals in the same way that other senior royals are. So she couldn't get help that way. She couldn't really bring it up. And she was like, one of the points that she made, I found really interesting. She was like, all they did was talk about me being the media. She was like, but there was points where I hadn't left my house for three months. Mm. So it is a really grim prospect yeah. to think about this woman really sad experiencing horrific amounts of racism at the hands of predominantly Murdoch based publications you know <laughs> um, but yeah and no help coming for her at all but she also said like she asked if she could go out and seek help and was told no because it would be a bad look because she was you know? oversaturated yeah oversaturated at one point she was like can I go see my friends for like lunch and she was told no because she's she the quote was like you're everywhere in the media and she's like well I'm, I'm everywhere in the media but I'm not actually physically everywhere and that must really fuck with your head like, yeah. that must really mess you up where people are like you're overexposed and you're just absolutely everywhere and it's like no people have an obsession an unhealthy one a cruel one and like you're suffering and then your support system the people you're supposed to rely on aren't there for you um but something else that is wild that she said that I don't fully believe is that she didn't Google the royal family prior to like getting involved. And that just seems like, what? A lie. It's a, it seems like, the more I thought about this, the more it just seems like a fucking lie. The point, like, Ashley, you made the point recently that if you're dating someone on like, on if you're talking to someone on Tinder, yeah. you Google them. And that's not a royal. Like, I... I so when I first heard this, I was like, there's no fucking way in hell that she didn't Google Prince Harry. And then I was like, oh, maybe she did. But, you know, you're just going to Google him and you don't know anything about the royal family. But then the more that I think about it, if I was some famous celebrity actress lady and someone was like, hey, I'm going to set you up on a date with a prince. I would be like, holy shit. Of course, no, I'm going to Google the crap out of the royal family and everything. When's the next time I'm going to actually, you know, be introduced to... Um, someone involved in the monarchy you know I'm not gonna just stop short of googling like Harry prince of whatever like I'm gonna be like oh who's the queen and this and like I understand maybe she didn't know protocols and didn't get that much into it but I think you have to there's a there's some interest there you wouldn't just stop and be like oh he's part of the royal family but I'm not gonna google the royal family I, I think that's dumb surely with the I think the crown was out before they got married yeah, yeah. I think so at least season one. Like, surely she could have popped on a bit in the crown and in the taxi over, like. But they ask, I think Oprah asks that at one point, being like, have you watched the crown? And the answer that they get back from Harry is like, yeah, we've watched a bit of it. And it's real awkward. I'm like, you've definitely watched watched it it all. Do you reckon they just watched the Lord Mountbatten episode or something? (laughs) But it's really sad for Hazza because the only bits that have Hazza in the crown so far are him as a child when his mum's around, like, really. Yeah. No, he's not even born yet in the crown. Look, I think she makes an interesting point in where she was like, of course, I knew who the royal family were, but I just thought of them more as celebrities. And I believe that I believe that Americans are like they have a concept of who the royal family are. They kind of understand of how it goes. And so she's like, yeah, we have similar experiences because we're both well known and we're in the press, whereas there's a whole lot of protocols. It's a job. It's this, that and the other. Like it's everything that you have to to sort of fall in line with Mm -hmm. if you want to be part of the royal family. And like to to not have Googled and found that information out I believe that like to not have understood the sort of the requirements what's expected of you as like an operating member of the family because that's like a niche knowledge but I do think that Harry has failed her <laughs> in not explaining this stuff clearly half as well as he should have but also like his mom did they ever speak about that and how that all went down like surely she would have been able to be like well I can see some parallels between me and Diana being that we're both like outsiders to this world yeah Ugh, I don't know like I, I kind of I definitely get that and yeah. I thought maybe she would have been more prepared I'm, I know you told me 
there was like a thing where she didn't know that how to curtsy and they had to ask her like oh do you know how to curtsy in front of the queen and this is like exactly what happened with diana diana was thrown in and charles gave her zero help charles didn't tell her oh you know you have to wear a different outfit and has to be this outfit for this thing and like they have like about seven different um meetings a day you know you can have lunch and uh, like before dinner and then you have to wear a different outfit to go outside pre-lunch all this stuff and charles second breakfast charles never helped her and she felt really overwhelmed and that's a known thing so you would think harry would be like oh i'll help you out because diana was uh a british high up person she wasn't an american Mm -hmm. who doesn't have who has no clue and she didn't know about this so yeah but there's precedence for how they would treat an american divorcee (laughs) we've seen it happen before um, I can't remember her name now. It's gone completely Wallace in my Simpson. head. Thank you. She's known for having ridiculously large hands and she was a bisexual. <laughs> Go her. She's also Nazi sympathizer, isn't yeah. she? Yeah. So, you know, there's we'll give yeah. her props for certain things and then take them away. <laughs> um, she, but like the the family didn't like her, you know, there's, there's experience here there's like women have tried to like marry into the family and not necessarily been so well received so like to not have that information like and i think that that's truly that's like family history that's stuff that harry should have been like heads up this could potentially be happening and it just seems like she was very but to be fair she says herself that she was told they were like we will protect you like yeah she seems very blindsided and i'm like is there an element of you should have seen this coming not to be like victim blame you were but then again that's us having a very irish perspective with very close proximity to this yeah. institution yeah. we don't trust the brits yeah, yeah and we have, <laughs> and we have an inherent in distrust of the brits mm-hmm. the u.s For don't reasons. yeah the u.s Do are kind of like haha yeah. funny accents and you're like <laughs> funny accents and colonizers <laughs> but then again the colonizers would like the colonizers wouldn't they True. Yeah. the other thing that i thought was really interesting was um that protection had that the protection was taken away from the pair of them and that harry's was essentially cut off financially which is why he's doing his podcast and all this that and the other because and he made a good point of being like i understood that that probably wouldn't necessarily apply to megan because like she's not like a a born member of the family was like but i was born into this i don't have a choice i have this title and this visibility because it's been like it's a family thing that I didn't get to opt out of kind of thing. And he's like, so I was really shocked when they'd like cut me off, which is fair. <laughs> like, I'm No, I, d- I actually fully disagree. He wanted his cake. The way I see it, they, they were like, we don't want a part of this. He wanted his cake and to eat it too. You don't get to have all of the benefits of being a royal without doing any of the hard work and bad-mouthing your own mm, granny. Well, no, he didn't. I disagree. I don't think the income is should be a guarantee. The income, I'm like, well, fair enough, you're not doing the work. So like, that's it. Um, the, you protection, think the protection, the protection, because be... he said it himself that he asked when they got the message to be like the protection will no longer exist. He was like, "Is the threat level any different?" And they were like, "No." <laughs> like that's wild to me, and that that like that is something that he doesn't have a choice over. Like that threat level just exists because he exists. So the protection thing is the part that I'm like, that's a problem. Um, the income, suck it up, man, get a job. <laughs> yeah. I think soak it up on the protection front too. No, I would... Uh, like, no. buy your own body. Get your own body, well, guys. I did. <laughs> I would agree with Julia that... But, like, that's why... For the time no, being... No, I, dis- I disagree. I strong disagree. I don't like how you guys are so fucking anti-monarchy and you're like, but little Harry deserves his own bodyguards. No, get a job and pay for your own. I think for... Until... There was time for him to get protection, I think possibly the protection should of continue I, I mean i do not think that the the british public should be paying for harry to live in america and have fucking full-time bodyguards in hollywood no way in hell but i think maybe he should have been given a bit longer because that's really get, i don't know like a three-month thing of being like okay you're opting out of this well in three months time this is the protection is going to be taken away from you that's enough time for you to figure out how to sort out your own shit if you're talking sorry one second one second do you know what? Do you know what I'm really going to drill down on here? They said that they gave the Queen notice of them leaving. They both expected to continue to receive this protection in LA, otherwise they would have been prepared. Well, I, I'm not wrong here. Yeah. Well, then that if they had known, that's a wanker job. I mean, I do think that they really believed, and this is where, like, I don't. 
The only reason I feel sorry for Megan is because I don't think anyone should be put through that and I don't like support racial abuse um or you know like in her depression yeah, and everything. Of course. That is the only reason that I um feel sorry for Megan and support Megan. I do not feel bad in one little tiny bit for Prince Harry or for her in terms yeah. of um income. wanting to be part of the family and their income and, st- and stuff like that. You know, that's I don't care about that. You guys are so high profile you could easily get this money you need to be prepared you if you're going to leave the royal family you have to leave the royal family you can't be expected that they're going to pay you and they're going to pay for all of this these and they're going to send you a bodyguard even though you knew in advance that you'd be leaving the family i will say though that's how i would see it that they they didn't want to fully leave the royal family that they just wanted to step back and uh take on roles that exist already with like less senior members of the family that are doing less kind of work they just didn't want to be as highly involved so they were like we we want to do a thing that already exists there's already a precedence for this and then they were like no sorry see ya we're taking away your money and we're taking like the income again couldn't give a shit but the protection is is a shitty thing to do they were being petty like the royals were being petty but i do the mean yeah Yeah. because i told you she's a fucking shady bitch yeah yeah fair i think if you're gonna make a big point about wanting your independence you have to be you have to actually be ready i just feel like that was a younger sibling move oh like absolutely. do you think if william did the same thing he wouldn't have been prepared yeah, I, I agree no. i agree with that it was very it was bratty he was being a little bit of a brat megan i understand megan's kind of thrown in the deep end with all this stuff she she's like well i'm putting myself in this position because i'll always have protection yeah i feel like harry could have been more organized yeah Especially for someone who's a triple earth sign. That's wild. He's he's letting wild. the side down. Like he's a Vir- <laughs> he's a Virgo sun, Taurus moon, Capricorn rising, and he didn't think about getting his own bodyguards in advance. Yeah, that's it's really a characteristic me. move. Uh, for a that's an air sign move. It is an air. That's sign. a water air move. Just a note on that protection as well. The one scary thing that Harry kept saying was that here's the direct quote. My biggest concern was history repeating itself. And he kept referring to it having happened before. So it really sounds like he was referring to his mother's death. And I think maybe he was referring to his mother's sadness. But like repeatedly, he's like, I was just concerned for her safety. But wouldn't you be? How could you not? Yeah. I definitely think so. But I also think it... it, um, I kind of think maybe it relates more to the depression um and stuff because it's known that diana suffered really badly and she even threw herself down the stairs while she was like four months pregnant with william you know so i think because that was such a big thing and came out afterward well she even said it herself it was so publicized i think Mm. he was just really scared of it going so far and then obviously resulting in her death because of the media just being so obsessed with her yeah Mm. so this interview obviously brought up uh, loads of mentions that the royals were surprise surprise racist towards Meghan Markle something that we were not very shocked by uh, I think the majority of people who know the ins and outs of the royals know that they uh, are very racist but there's been some really key points uh, that have been broadcasted out uh, that really drive home this point that they are absolute racists so I think um to start us off, this is a quote from uh, Kahind, Kahind Andrews. I'm not sure if I have pronounced the first name correctly. Professor of Black Studies at uh, Birmingham City University is quoted in the Huffington Post UK by saying the fact that a black woman marrying into the royal family in the 21st century was novel should tell you all you need to know. And I think that's a really important point <laughs> and a good place to start. Um, I would love to talk a little bit about princess michael of kent who is one of the worst human beings that i've ever come across um she's got a lot on her plate of being like i'm a sort of a shitty person number one is she has two black sheep allegedly allegedly she has two black sheep that she has named venus and serena (laughs) i laugh because it's so racist not because i think it's funny oh it's absurd and like that's just like tipping the iceberg um we have in 2004 she reportedly told a group of black customers to go back to the colonies because she believed they were being too loud in a restaurant i think this is happening in the u.s and then she strongly denied the allegations claimed that she would never have said that and she would have said ready to go back to the colonies in terms of like herself 
I'm ready to go back to the colonies, which is still referring oh, it to the co- as the colonies. So like, no. And then in a 2005 interview, she says that the English take the breeding of their horses and dogs more seriously than they do their children. God forbid that the wrong drop of blood should get into their um, Labrador, but their children marry everywhere. The key phrase there is the wrong drop of blood, which definitely harks back to the whole British and royal family like implemented ideology that one drop of blood that isn't white is enough to tarnish the person um mm. which is why you get things like oh my my baby might be or like your baby might be more black than we're comfortable with because of like the skin blah 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 it's the same sort of like concept it's still alive and well she also in 2017 this is still the princess michael of kent she wore a blackamore brooch which is basically jewelry that has the sort of fetishized um imagery of black people that's used to be racist at an event that she knew Meghan markle was going to be attending that, she claims it had nothing to do with it. Sure. Sure. Oh, that for me is just like the most pettiest, disgusting shit ever. And you know that she yeah. did that on purpose. Like, if she can deny it all she wants. You just know she, she did. did. Yeah. Also, and I'd forgotten about this, and uh, this is to round off on um our dear uh, Princess Michael of Kent. Uh when she was asked about Harry dressing up as a Nazi, <clears throat> yes, that happened. She said that if Harry had worn a hammer and sickle, nobody would have got excited. Even though the hammer and sickle stands for Stalin and the Gulag and pogrom and devastation. The press has a different sensibility because of its ownership structure. Which sounds quite like the lovely conspiracy theory that the Jewish uh, people own the mm-hmm. press. So, you know, would it, it tracks. We can't say that she does believe in these Jewish conspiracies. But I'm willing to say that she is definitely touching off of those, that ideology. Do you reckon she thinks George Soros is the man behind coronavirus? Absolutely. This mm-hmm. woman's insane. And she, but she looks at you, look at her and you look at those eyes and you're like, yeah. I was just going to say. You believe this stuff. She has the look. But to be fair, they did call her a boy's name as well. No, they didn't. So the reason that um, Kate and Megan were never, they're never princesses, like, Kate isn't a princess because you don't get to have that title added on until your partner becomes king or queen and she the only way she could be called a princess is if she took on her husband's name as opposed to being a duchess so she just wanted to be a princess so badly that she was like fuck it you can call me princess Michael Kent that tells you more oh my god (laughs) so Charles and Camilla fucking little arseholes uh, in 2017, they're visiting Iqaluit, which is Canada's Arctic capital. I googled how to pronounce it. Um, they were watching a performance of traditional Inuit throat singing called Karajaka. And they just genuinely sat beside each other and pissed themselves laughing visibly the whole time while these people did what is their like national song. Cockheads. Like, this is from Tish talking on TikTok, who actually covers that with the royalty being crap if you ever want some one resource to look at. Dickhead. Yeah, such a dick move. Such a dick move. It's horrible. Um, the, There's just so many. I just want to as well, just the big elephant in the room. I mean, the main reason why they are such a racist institution um, is just because of the royal family itself. So... You know, the Queen is the head of the Commonwealth um, and the roots of the Commonwealth, a voluntary association of 54 nations, stretch back to Britain's colonial past and the British Empire. Um, And the British Empire comes with loads of baggage, which includes the African slave trade, the plunder of India by the East India Company and the genocide of Australian Aborigines are but a few of the historical horrors inflicted by Britain on indigenous people within its colonies. So no member of the royal family has ever directly confronted or apologized for these events and they never will. So that's just the basis. So, I mean, all these people say horrible racist shit, but even if they don't, just being part of the royal family means that you subscribe to these racist ideologies 100%. Yes. Also, um, something that I found which I thought was very interesting and also just really, really sad is that uh, Queen Victoria, after the aftermath of Albert's death, who I think is her husband, if I'm not mistaken. Prince Albert. Yeah. Uh, developed a close platonic relationship with her Indian servant, Abdul Karim. And um, she bestowed him the title of Munshi or teacher. Uh, the Victoria's family were firmly against the relationship. And after her death, her daughter Beatrice destroyed much of the evidence, which includes erasing like 
his mention in all of her journals it was a platonic relationship like they were just mates and they were close but it's it was something you couldn't have like you were blurring the line between what they would have seen as like proper and uh, commendable behavior and then like I don't know slumming it or whatever and to go so far as to remove the records of this person who was important to your mother from her journals to like hide this weird family secret is just so heartbreaking I thought it was so sad yeah it's really horrible because again that just shows that her daughter had more loyalty to the royal family and like to the monarchy as a whole than she did her own mother you know (laughs) which is really depressing and horrible so not only are the royal family happy with being uh, racist they decided that they would get into bed with the nazis do i have to put allegedly after this as well is this proven no this is Um, true yeah this is all true we can say this um so basically the first thing i knew about this was from watching the crown in that first episode the reason well i know that they don't don't say this in the episode but the reason that um, prince philip's sisters were not invited to the wedding is because they had ties to um nazi germany and one of his sisters actually named her son after adolf hitler um and Beautiful. they were like part, they had met him and they said that he was really charming and stuff so i think that was a th- ploy by the royal family to distance themselves from being involved with the nazis they were like oh well philip's family are nazis so they're not going to be allowed to be invited unbeknownst probably at the time to everyone that the royal family were also affiliated with the nazis yeah it's not a good look it's pretty it's pretty pretty damning so um this is prince edward um who prince edward oh the queen's uncle yeah and this is the guy who marries wallace simpson he becomes king edward but abdicated a year later to marry his uh, divorcee mistress. Um, they're photographed meeting Hitler in Munich in October 1937, less than two years before the Second World War broke out. I will say, no, actually, I won't say. Never mind. Um, well, the war itself hasn't happened. And there's an issue in history where people are like, looking at everything that happened in the years leading up to 19 like to 1939 when we have the invasion of Poland which is going like oh you know no one could have seen this coming or also seeing like the Nuremberg laws and the way Jewish people were already being treated in Germany before the start of the war and acting you know like as if everyone's horrified but the reality is no one stepped in before that like America wasn't stepping in the British weren't stepping in they weren't even coming out and like saying anything against it because anti-Jewish sentiment was harbored everywhere um so like this like that they're photographed meeting Hitler in 1937 isn't particularly shocking um he admires Hitler's economic and social reforms in German uh in Germany as the Nazis swept to power and said Britain should offer them a hand of friendship uh, it was something that upset the royal household and the British government for key reasons and then when he became king in 1936 Edward is said to have wanted to speak privately with Hitler uh without his government's knowledge which is you, you love that and during his brief reign he said he would abdicate if then Prime Minister Stanley Baldwin um, made war so he's really like pro-Hitler really wants to like you know bolster that relationship uh, he has visited Germany in, with the idea of discussing becoming a figurehead for an international movement for peace on Hitler's terms and this is like during the war um, and uh, then the video that leaked from the archives of the Queen doing the Nazi salute he's in it and it looks like he's taught her how to do it though he's teaching a child like the queen queen elizabeth is a child when this is happening teaching her to do the nazi salute and i think it's um the queen's mother is also doing the nazi salute in Mm -hmm. the video and that was a really big deal the royal family were pretty shaken by how that managed to get out because they basically it said that a lot of the uh, documentation that links them to the nazi family has been destroyed and the archives are under like lock and key you can't get out there so they really don't know how um that got out and like that would be a pretty big breach of like trust who had access and who was able to do that um who is the mole yeah give us access please (laughs) yeah i hope it's megan markle (laughs) she's a time traveler honestly that's exactly what the story did that come out uh good few years now yeah she was alive (laughs) she is 39 to be fair 
Meghan Markle is 39. What? I thought she's maybe like 34 or something. No, 39. She looks good. Beautiful. Um, probably the most famous racist in the royal family has to be Prince Philip. Um, he said really famously about Aboriginal Austra- an Aboriginal Australian if they were still throwing spears and saying that students would become, I don't even want to say it, slitty-eyed if they stayed in China for too long. Yeah. The list of quotes is long. And I... We've just chosen the we've chosen the hits, haven't we? Yeah, like yeah. this is also this is the information that we have access to, so you can only imagine what's getting said in private. Like, yeah, this is just the now this now that's what I call Prince Philip. Yeah, uh, he once greeted the president of Nigeria, who was wearing a national dress, with a statement, "You look like you're ready for bed." Jesus, which is like he went on. Um, when on a tour of a Scottish factory in 1999, he reportedly said uh, that the fuse box was so crude it looked as though it had been put in by an Indian. Like, I just there's just a part of me that wonders what even goes through his brain when he comes out with half of these. Like there's no filter mm-hmm. in there. He thinks that these are perfectly normal things to say. Which hey, do you know what's worse? He thinks they're yeah, funny. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. the problem. He's just yeah. everyone's gonna laugh, and they're like, "No, you are a racist piece of shit." Um. Yeah. In 1994, he said, aren't most of you descended from pirates to a wealthy islander in the Cayman Islands? Which I think also just means he doesn't even know anything about history. (laughs) Shock. Shock that like the British family or just, you know, someone from England doesn't know the reality of like history and colonialism. Um, He asked in 1995, my year of birth, how do you keep the natives off the booze long enough to pass the test to a Scottish driving instructor? What a fucking dickhead. Note the use of the word native there. Like, oh, you're God. in Britain. I think they're not. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What a f- oh, fucking dickhead. That's what that's what me and you were saying. Like, even if Megan was a Scottish divorcee, I think there'd still be that kind of outsidering mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. an extent. I agree. Uh, in 2009 he says there's a lot of your family in tonight after looking at the name badge of a businessman of businessman Atul Patel uh, at a palace reception for British Indians oh jeez <laughs> what a cockbag oh god these just keep getting worse in 2013 he said the Philippines must be half empty as you're all here running the NHS on meeting a Filipino nurse at Luton and Dunstable Hospital I tenor bets he do you reckon he meant this in the yes tenor bets he meant that as a compliment tenor bets yeah I mean there are okay at risk of sounding exactly like Prince Philip there are a lot of Filipino nurses in Ireland anyway yeah but let's shall we take a look as to why a lot of people would emigrate from countries there's a lot of Irish people in America (laughs) what what is the cause I wonder you know Mm -hmm. Very naive, <laughs> I was like, maybe he meant that as a nice compliment. He was like, thank you so much for emigrating to help us run the NHS. We wouldn't have to emigrate if our countries were left alone. In 2013, not racist, just a really weird fucking thing to say. Um, he said that children go to school because their parents don't want them in the house. He said this to Malala Yousafzai, who survived an assassination attempt by the Taliban and now campaigns for the right of girls to go to school without fear. Could you imagine being the re- being her and receiving that comment and just being like, okay. Who did she not punch him uh, in the face? Truly. Like, she, you know how she, she has a Nobel Peace Prize, yes, doesn't she? Yes, she does. Do you reckon it's for not punching <laughs> Prince Philip? In the- I know she's done great things, but do you reckon the board were like, she didn't pr- punch Prince Philip in the face and they're like, oh, she should be getting yeah, two. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure he just heard the word school and was like, I don't even know who I'm talking to. There is just this woman in front of me. So I'm going to say the first thing. She is brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was like, he probably gave himself a big pat on the back for not saying yeah. something racist. That's what you have to mm-hmm. He probably went, Good good job, Philip. You could have an extra custard cream tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like since been retired, not that long ago. Um, and like dead. when he was retired what oh <laughs> dead but alive he looks a bit reheated <laughs> yeah Stuffed. Now, how that man how that man came out of hospital i do not know <laughs> like i'm sorry when he came out after having like what did he have something to do with his heart did he have sir i don't even know what the fuck he had but that man was he in was there in there for a while too and they he? let him out like 
Can you not see that Those man is clearly dead? Me. <laughs> He's I, dead. I, I feel really bad. I don't like making fun of someone's grandparent. That's the only reason that I feel bad. <laughs> so racist. He still is someone's grandparent. I know, I know, but I'm yeah, just but thinking of him matter. as granddad. That doesn't... Uh... <laughs> it does. It's Imagine not. someone's making fun of your granddad. This is why you're a West Brit. This is why you're a West Brit. My granddad is not a racist. Wasn't, wasn't a racist who <laughs> were, who's part of the British royal Some family. Some of our grandparents probably were racists. You can't say out of all four of our grandparents each, at least one of them is racist. Yeah, and then people can slag him for the racist shit that he said. Okay, fine. I've just felt sympathetic because he's not dead yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was bad. <laughs> yeah, but he is. Well, <laughs> he is. I'm convinced that is a corpse. He is. It genuinely, it's like the part of Mr. Bean's holiday where he puts the um, toothpicks in his eyes to stay awake while he's driving. <laughs> it, it looks like someone's exactly really it. trying to get him past a specific date. Yeah. I think maybe if he turns 100, because he's 99, if he turns 100, he gets like a letter from the Queen That's or something. So maybe like there's something to do. I'm sure, there. he could get one of those whenever he wants. <laughs> no, she's been holding this over him. Like, I will never write you a letter, not until you turn 100. And so he's like, well, I've got to fucking get there. <laughs> Side note, I do think that the Queen oh. has this like, I'm convinced that she refuses to die until Charles oh, yeah. does so that he never sits on the throne. She's Charles petty like that. Day later. That's what I think, yeah. Yeah. Our hectic Taurus bitch. She's stubborn. <laughs> also, stubborn. like, she's so petty that she doesn't want her son to be on the throne, but will still protect her pedophile son, alleged pedophile son. That just. Okay. We don't know. Charles might be one too. We <laughs> <laughs> can't rule anything out. She might be one. We really can't. That's the great. And that's why the royals are so interesting. <laughs> anything is possible. <laughs> and And with that. We move on to a section that we like to call the cop on, where we tell people to cop on and get some sense for some stupid things that they have done. This week, my cop on is to the people who are in the Grammys, because a few years ago, they let Kasha perform her hit song, Praying, which was about um, her abuser, Dr. Luke. This year, they nominated him for two awards. (laughs) So that's pretty cool. Cop on. Um, my cop on this week is to the man who left me a beautiful comment on Instagram that I now will read. So context for this is that someone, there's a TikToker, she's um, Native American, I think she's Inuit, and her, she was doing throat singing and it was taken down by Instagram. So this is two cop ons in one. Instagram are removing her th- like native throat singing because they're saying that it is um, sexual content. What? So that's cop on number one of being like, cultural sensitivity let's broaden our minds and then someone else is commenting on me like the people who are taking this down are ridiculous yada yada and as we all know i'm a content reviewer so i left like another comment being like unfortunately it's not really they don't have a choice you're just following a list of like policies and if you want to keep a job and pay rent you kind of just do what you have to do you really want to go for the people at the top yada yada and then i received this beautiful comment um which is that's called being a sheep obey don't question obey want to keep your job obey do not question don't take it personal it's only business people need to think about what they're processing for themselves following a system blindly with the attitude that's how it is there's nothing we can do about it is a beta decision to disassociate from reality to appease some fuck some kind of alpha structure fuck the guidelines people need to all capitals resist um leave me alone i think that was actually from prince harry (laughs) (laughs) It is a ginger. It is a ginger. I can't <laughs> confirm. Um, but leave me alone. Cop on. I'm just trying to pay my fucking rent. My cop on for this week um, is to every man out there who has been commenting, not all men, in the wake of you know women coming out and telling their stories after the murder of Sarah Everard um, in the UK. Using not all men to differentiate themselves and say that they're not all fucking creepy predators who are horrific to women. That's not what we would need to hear. Um, Also to the men who have stayed silent, we see you. I know not everyone can speak out about these things, but there are men who definitely can and should. And we see you being silent on these issues that really affect us. So just cop on. Be an ally and don't be a fucking dickhead. Can I add an extra one to that one? 
Yes, you may. It's about speaking up all the time, not in the one week where you can get a bit of oh, clout on social media. So good yeah. on you for saying it now, but just make sure you keep fucking saying it. And say it to your mates. Yeah, don't say it to the girls to impress them. Yeah, that's what they do. They're saying it say on Twitter it when to there's impress no women. women in the room. Yeah, 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 yeah. When yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no women mm-hmm. in the room and your mate says something shitty about the girl that he's sleeping with, that's when I want you to be like, yeah. "Hey, man, that's not cool." The next time, the next time someone uses the word "rape" to signify that they have gone through a difficult time, call out your mate. Mm-hmm. That's Thanks. when I want to hear it. Just do it all the time for everything. That's our episode anyway. Lovely note to end on. The royals are racist and men better step up. <laughs> Especially royal men. Thank- <laughs> Especially the royal men, yes. Um, thank you so much for listening to us. We hope that you enjoyed our little trip down racist Nazi royal memory lane. Um, and <laughs> I suppose um, we're, we're working really hard to get back onto a proper schedule of recording so that you can rely on us for your... We, your bi-weekly three white women rant about things that probably don't actually involve us that much. Um, mm-hmm. So thank you for your patience in this difficult a time. And if there's anything that you would like us to talk about, please do contact us. You can get us on Instagram at the cop on underscore pod or you can email us at the cop on pod at gmail.com. Uh, either are acceptable forms of communication so please use one also if you have the time please uh, rate and review us on apple Podcasts or anywhere else where you can give us ratings we would really appreciate that and it would mean so so much join us next week when we're going on our tour of the colonies <laughs>